So are we recording? Yes. Oh, Welcome to Three Way Theater. Hey guys. Three Way Theater. You ask that every time. I'm this. Today, on this episode number six, very special. Three Way Theater, very special episode. What are we doing, guys? We're ready to rumble. Oh yeah. And as a bonus, we're drunk. We're drunk. We're drunk. I don't know if that's a bonus. That's bonus, a bonus for, for me. Us, yeah. I mean, not maybe, maybe not for the listeners. Okay, British Ooh. Bulldog. Good day, Mike. Grab another shrimp on the Barbie. Is that British? It's Australian. God uh, save the Queen. Ooh, well, there we go. Bum, 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 bum. All right. All right. Why are you throwing fucking shit up <laughs> for going to the movies by um, myself? He was talking about this earlier. Me and Lumberjay think it's weird that you go to the movies. By what? Wait. Bit. Why is that weird? And you know, I maybe I know we may be alienating some listeners. Yeah, on yeah. Podcast. You're alienating we're now your down co-hosts. To, we're now down to eight listeners. Yeah. It sounds weird. like that you have some I mean, issues what? with just being alone, Mike Dama. So no, wait, no, let's no, just wait, talk wait, about wait, here listen, on the relationship podcast with Mike Lumby and JC. No, I'm not. Let's talk about Mike Dama's inability to be alone. The last thing I really wrote that had any meaning was talking about bear midriffs <laughs> and Mike Pava's love of girls' stomachs. Listen, I just love stomachs, man. And I'm not disagreeing with you. Don't love your own stomach, apparently. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're the only one. Head to head. Head to head. Stomach to stomach. Belly to belly. Belly to belly. Cause I still think about you. Oh, that was me and Katie Mercedes. I hope you had the uh, time. Song. Wait, was your that your song? Yeah. Aerosmith? Yeah. Oh. That was your breakup song? No, that was our That's just their love song. song. Oh. It's like a soap opera, like the soap opera super couples have their song. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So, like, when it plays, you have to slow dance to it. Right. Every course. time. Every single time. Uh huh. And you have to acknowledge it every time it's on in the car. Yes. So are we recording? Yes. Oh, Welcome to Three Way Theater. Hey guys. Three Way Theater. You ask that every time. I'm um, this is Three Way Theater. Yep. It is a podcast uh-huh. dedicated to wrestling, movies, and, and pro wrestling, wrestling movies. movies. Yes. Yes. I just figured we needed to yeah. introduce. We've that never to people. we never talked about that. No, before. I know. We just kind of go into it. Yeah. I understand, and I think that for anybody new that might be listening on iTunes, ooh, on Podbean, uh huh. What else? Or iTunes. Okay, perfect. Uh, but what, you know what else? Oh, on uh, threewaytheater.com, uh-huh. which they listen through Podbean or uh, iTunes. Facebook, yes. Facebook, 
or on one of our many YouTube episodes that will be eventually pulled from YouTube. Yeah, well, maybe you like to watch the video version of the podcast, but then you can only watch it for a certain period of time. Right, because yeah. legally we're not allowed to show these yeah. video podcasts. Yeah, copyrights and all that Very stuff. small window for you. Yeah. Well, we did not can. think this through at all. Yeah, so um, this isn't a movie podcast. It isn't a wrestling podcast. No. It's, it's a, a wrestling, wrestling movie, movie podcast. podcast. Yes. All right, great, cool. Well, now that you're on board, I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjake. And I'm JC. All right. All right. All right. This is our sixth episode, guys. Number six. Lucky number six. Is six a lucky number? No. I mean, it can be It can be anybody's lucky number. I think number. it's lucky number seven. It's, uh, no, no, it's lucky number eleven. Oh. Oh, Josh Hart next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We're yeah, actually right. reviewing that movie next. Yes. <laughs> Nothing to do with wrestling. We nope. just like... Josh Hartnett. Forget about what, everything we told you about this podcast. In our lucky number 11 podcast. <coughs> but, excuse you, Sorry. today, on yes. this episode, number six. Very special three episode. Three-way theater, very special episode. What are we doing, guys? We're ready to rumble. Oh, yeah. And, We're as drunk. a bonus. What was that? We're drunk. We're drunk. We're drunk. I don't know if that's a bonus. That's a bonus, bonus for, for us, me. Yeah. I mean, not maybe, maybe not for the listeners. I think our listeners all well, listen. Also, big news coming out of Three Way Theater and uh, uh, the Three Way Theater Camp. No, oh. Three Way Theater Camp. Yes. Three Way Theater. Not yeah. to be mistaken with the Three, three Way, way theater, theater Camp. Stay our, away from our competing podcast. Yeah. Camp. Um, uh, we're up to twelve listeners. Wait, like right now? Yeah, right now. I'm pretty sure that whoever's listening to this episode, there's at least twelve of them. I, wow. I've been able to to really dissect our statistics uh-huh. and uh, listening and uh, based on downloads and confirmed downloadable MP3 audio files. Uh-huh. I've been able to determine that we have at least 12 guaranteed listeners. Don't do that. And also <laughs> our <laughs> we <laughs> You dropped your notes again. Oh damn it! We <laughs> you drunkard. We have our one faithful uh, United Kingdom listener. Okay, and I want a big shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to the UK. British Woo! bulldog. Good day, mate. Grab another shrimp on the barbie. Is that British? That's Australian. God uh, save the queen. Ooh, there we go. All right. So there we go. Our twelve listeners. Thank you. It's now gone down to 11, unfortunately. Yeah, the British guy has dropped <laughs> yeah, out immediately. he's gone. Or girl, who knows? Oh, anyway, yeah. anyway welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, please comment. Please subscribe. JC's got his notes Please back. ruffle your papers. <laughs> Anything you can that lets us know that you are listening yes. to Three Way Theater. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh-huh. All that good stuff. All of it. All right. Are we diving in here? Ready to rumble, guys. Ready? So, okay. Some context. A little, um, to preface this entire thing. A little prologue? Prologue. Uh-huh. Ooh. Um, last episode. Picture this. Okay. Last Sicily, time 1942. on Three-Way Theater. <laughs> uh, um, we had, the last couple episodes, we've had a rough time. We've had, let, let's recap here. We had episode number four. Which was slammed. Slammed. And we thought we would get a reprieve by episode five. A reprieve. Countdown. WWE Studio Films Countdown. WWE Studio... Yuck. A second yuck. So, So, 
I was under the impression that Ready to Rumble should be a milestone episode, but as you're saying this, JC, last two episodes, last two movies, yes, subpar, and I think, subpar, and I think our with our show it would be a milestone. <laughs> Well, oh, I, I loved our last two episodes. Yeah, of no, podcast. okay. So here's where we're gonna make a little bit of a, 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 a line of the sand. A the movies that we watch does not necessarily correlate to what we are are talking about. Our own flow. Just because it's a bad movie doesn't mean we'll have a bad podcast. Right. Although these same were as, bad movies. Same as if it were a good movie, we might not have a good podcast. Right. Yes. In a bad movie, I might also have a terrible podcast. Correct. Body slam. Body slam. I'm looking at you. No, I'm looking at you, body slam. But I think that we needed a palate cleanser. We needed something to really kind of replenish ourselves. Start us from scratch. We're looking towards a, a bold new world, a final frontier. Here we go. And I can say, honestly, Mikey got some laugh-out-loud moments from this movie. Yeah. Unprovoked like, Mike Pavel yeah. well, was just having a ball watching this movie. Listen, this isn't the first time I've seen this movie. I think it is. I really enjoyed this movie. We, Yeah, I could tell. I enjoyed it back the first few times I watched it years and years ago, and I love it now. So I, I said to Lumberjake before we watched this movie that I think enough time has passed since the closing of WCW for me to appreciate this movie for what it is. Because at the time, when you're a hardcore wrestling fan and you're watching the Monday Night Wars, you're watching WWF, WCW, ECW, this movie was painful to watch because it was just kind of shitting on WCW in general in the entire... Like, well, that's only because this, this movie came out 2000, right? Yes. How long after that was WCW around? 2001, one so more a year. year Later, WCW would have been full. But one could argue that this movie helped uh, accelerate the closure of WCW. Really? They buried the fans the whole time. Yep. Any fan in this movie was made to look like an idiot. Now, I'm just asking. He's giving a look right now, and I wish I could take a picture of it. But the thing is, is that you're, you're not thinking of it from the perspective as a hardcore wrestling fan watching this movie in 2000. Literally, the hottest chick in this movie, other than the Nitro Girls... They go, would two losers have tickets to Monday Nitro tonight? And uh, she goes, yes. And that's End it. of conversation. Mic drop. Yeah, that's just the end of, like, oh. And, and they go, oh, well, you got us. Now, I'm not trying to dissuade you from liking this movie. I'm just asking you to think about it for this second from the perspective of a wrestling fan in the year 2000. It's insulting. I don't know. They had the best soundtrack for the year 2000 I've ever heard in my life. Kid Rock, Lit, P.O.D., Biff Naked, which I thought was a male. <laughs> they they had a more modern soundtrack than Countdown, which came out last year. Which had Biff Naked, <laughs> Lit, P.O.D., Saliva. <laughs> but uh, they also had Jump Around by House of Pain. Yeah. So oh, they, yeah. You know, they Classic. Yeah. Jump Around. Jump Around. During their big party scene. Can we say that this is a this movie has a cult following. I would think so, especially in the wrestling community. Really? Absolutely. People love this movie, and I can say this. I remember going to practice, and people would be going... What hey. kind of practice, Lumberjake? Doesn't matter, and people would be going... <laughs> people would be going, hip toss, baby, hip toss. And... They were doing Jimmy King's? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Drink. 
crown oh. him king. By the way, Ooh. hey, before we get any further, can oh. we get into the rules of our Yeah, our, can you read that? Game? I think it's kind of the paper. No, I can still of... get it. I got All right. it. I got it. Uh, All right. It may be soaked in marinara sauce and uh, <laughs> shots, but... And brandy. It's cool. Oh, it's brandy. You're so fine, girl. What a good wife she would be. So, uh, while watching this movie, we did the Ready to Rumble drinking game. We did. I went online, I found several Ready to Rumble drinking games, added a few of my own touches, Mikey and JC added some of theirs, and we came up with the following rules. More like we took out some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So these are the rules. Anytime Jimmy the King was mentioned... You would have to take a drink, and that, is and a, that was the number one. Oh that is god. a dangerous oh rule. They say King more than uh-huh. Russell Madness said banana, <laughs> and that's <laughs> more Mr. than Hunk. nineteen times. Yes, oh. or said monkey for that matter. They said King at least like a hundred and twenty. Oh times. my god, it was ridiculous. Now, anytime anybody in the movie said Jimmy the King's big catchphrase. I, I will rule you. You're supposed to take a drink. Mm-hmm. Anytime there was a low blow... Wait, I thought that was two drinks. Or a ball shot. Nope. Anytime there was a low blow or a ball shot, take a drink. All right. Anytime somebody mentions or alludes to the fact that wrestling uh, may be fake, take a drink. All right. Anytime that wrestlers are wrestling outside of... A wrestling ring, like just and ras- grappling around anywhere, anywhere. Anytime you see a, a wrestling movie, yes. outside, if someone a little ass grabbing, yeah, yeah, a little fun. That's yeah. two drinks. Anytime you saw some Jimmy the King memorabilia being worn, that, that was, was official Jimmy King stuff that was yes. made just for this movie. Uh, right, you're supposed to take a drink, and every time David Arquette and uh, James Khan sing. Sean Khan. Sean Khan. I, l- I actually would like to remake this movie with James Khan in this <laughs> oh, I would be all about in that. In Kathy Bates' David Arquette? Yes. In Josh Dumal from Las Vegas? Nobody knows who Josh Dumal is. Sure, no, not even Josh Dumal knows who Josh Dumal is. Only Richard Pacifico knows you who know Josh Dumal is. You know Kathy Bates would play the part of Rose McGowan? Yes. Sidebar, Josh Dumal married Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. Oh. What? Run in, 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 run in. Mikey said we needed more musical breaks. And yes. By God, we're going to well, give it to go. you. Well, there we go. Anytime uh, the two main characters sang in the movie, whether it be a cappella. So it's kind of like us just breaking out. Yes. Yeah. Take a, if you're doing the three-way theater drinking th- game. No, drinking you're doing game. three-way theater. If you're doing three-way theater drinking game. Well, this I think the, the is appropriate. For the drinking game. Yes. Yes. Uh, but yes, if you're doing the oh guys, theater drinking guys, uh, quick, we got a big news update. We're down to ten oh. listeners. Woo! Oh. Okay, we're Wait, really we're losing. We're, we're by rapidly rapid losing rate. All right. Well, that was our drinking game, and uh, maybe so if if you want to play, play along, yes. yes. Okay. Uh, maybe you've uh, taken home the uh, home version of three way theater. Three-way theater. Yes. Play with your friends. Uh-huh. Play with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, encourage that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into. Ready to rumble. Okay. Well, for us and our experience in watching this movie, we first, we did it a little out of sequence and we watched the deleted scenes. There was no deleted scenes. Okay. We watched the special features features. of the DVD, which included some interviews with the wrestlers. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow and DDP. um, Which we needed subtitles for the Bam Bam Bigelow interview. (laughs) Did not know what the fuck he was saying. And um, the no holds barred match between Scott Kahn and David uh, Arquette. David Arquette. Where they, they were just doing like backyard moves. Um, no, I don't know. Around. David Arquette threw a pretty sweet power it was slam. And a good suplex. And a good suplex. Which got a good reaction from the crew. Huge pop from the crew. 
and um, some uh, single interviews individually with every every, every single, single Nitro, Nitro girl. girl. And so once again, guys, we we talked about this amongst ourselves, but for the <laughs> listeners, your favorite Nitro girl, Mikey, fire, um, Jake. I'm gonna say Che. Che Cash. Che Cash. Shady Che. Shady Che. che. <laughs> uh, a fire for me. I, oh, I, I only picked Che because no, I want to change mine. Oh, wait, wait, I want to change mine to the to the um the, the Polynesian. Oh, I, that was Che. I'll trade you Che for I'll fire. Take che. Okay. No, I you I got fire. Deal. No, no, I want you have fire. To pick another one. I'm you, sorry. You can, I mean, you, if I had to pick, I would pick Spice, but. I would pick Spice with dark hair. Okay, you know what? You can have fire, but I'm going to take Tigress. You can have Tigress. And you can have Charmel. Charmel, fantastic ass. Amazing. Shown very clearly in this movie. Fine piece of work. Fine piece of ass, too. (laughs) So we did the special features first. Uh And um, I like doing that. I like kind of getting that out of the way first. It kind of gets us into the mood. Because we listened to the music video from Biff Naked's. Yep. We're not going to take this. We watched the video. Yes. Where Jimmy the King come, they they spliced Fuck, parts man. of the movie in with like new scenes. No, they were all the new scenes. Video. Not nude scenes. Right, new scenes. scenes. Right. Uh, Biff Naked was not nude. No, I wish. And there was Jimmy the she, King. So Jimmy the King comes out. Okay, yes. it's just Jimmy King. And he comes out it's on the not stage. Not Jimmy the King. That's a pornographer. That's a, a <laughs> no, porn star. Jimmy the King. No, it was no, Jimmy, it's Jimmy King. King. Because that's his name, Jimmy King. But he's the king. He's on yeah. uh, He's on the three-way theater, Jimmy the King. <laughs> Damn it. Why couldn't we get him to the three-way theater? He gets out on the stage. The uh, David Arquette and Scott Conner are out in the crowd like super fans like they are. And then all of a sudden, Jimmy King takes his hand on his face. Well, no. First he rips off his robe, and it's a hot bikini body underneath. Yes, right. Then rips off his face. Face off. Face off. Oh. We're rubbing each other's faces yes. right now. Yes, because face podcasts are not a visual medium. And reveals Biff naked, lady. Yes. Biff Busick naked. Uh-huh. <laughs> underneath the Jimmy the Kid. And then she steps on Jimmy King's face! Yes, his mask, his skinned face. It's like leather face, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. However, Biff Naked's version of We're Not Gonna Take It was not the only titular song mm, but in this movie. They were. But, but I'll tell was, you. It, was, this, was the song that was in the special features in the no, movie? No, it was not. Not even one part of it. So I think I we could think argue so. that Biff Naked's Ugh. video and right, song it's gonna have was to the be. titular it's song. It's going to have to be, but I'm, it's unfortunate because... We'll play... Yes. The, we'll, we'll play that for us, our loyal listeners. For your enjoyment. At the end of the song. For the all the nine listeners, we yes. we're going to go ahead. Nine? We just had ten. We just lost another one. Oh. Yeah, massive is a car accident. <laughs> car accident, very tragic. <laughs> so, all right. Many, so, many, oh. Let me just step in oh, real quick. Okay. Many people will equate this movie with one thing. Yep. And that's... David Arquette yes. becoming WCW heavyweight champ. Uh huh. Which when I was talking to you about about being so far removed from the year two thousand and this and what was going on okay. in the wrestling world. But but south of the equator, because you were to equate. Yeesh. <laughs> Stretching for that. Car one. Tough, tough crowd. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, are we diving in now? Let's dive in. Okay. Head first. Head first. Okay, let's start off the movie in where we probably should... In chronological order. No, who wrote and directed 
this film. You already know the answer. Uh, she does. Well, tell the us. director did Varsity, Varsity Blues. Blues, but that's not his only movie. So tell us. Why don't you tell us? Okay, Lumber I'm Jake? trying to give. JC's already fed up with yeah, me. He's just. You are just so. <laughs> when touchy. I'm drunk, I yeah. have no more patience. He's trying to set things up, he's and like you're a, just like, yeah. no. Nope. He's like a bad doctor. No patience. <laughs> While he's in a good mood. Um, before Varsity Blues, Mr. Brian Robbins directed uh, the film Good Burger. Oh, God. okay. Uh, then after Varsity Blues, he did The Perfect Score. All right. Which is about getting a perfect score. Uh-huh. Uh, then uh, in, in what? Tests. Yeah, say, uh, standardized tests. Is this tests. the way to, like, cheating? Yeah, it's a cheating yes. thing? Okay. I've seen that movie, too. And then, uh, did you go to the movies by yourself to see it? Not for perfect score. <laughs> He had friends to go with it. That was a popular And why are movie. you throwing fucking shit at me <laughs> for going to the movies um, by myself? He was talking about this earlier, Me and Lumberjay think it's weird that you go to the movies by yourself. What? Wait, bit. why is that weird? And you know, I, maybe, I know we maybe alienated some listeners yeah, of our podcast. Yeah, you're alienating your co-hosts. We're now down to eight listeners. Yeah. And, and two members of yeah, the You're going to have show. two members of the of three-way theater. <laughs> Listen, I'm just... I. I'm the no, kind of guy. Fucking say it. I'm the kind of guy who can't watch something by myself. I, I'm let alone yeah. drive to the theater, uh-huh. pay to get a ticket, uh-huh. wait in line for your fucking concessions, uh-huh. and sit in a movie theater uh-huh. all by yourself. So that sounds like that's more of a problem with yourself <laughs> and not with the movies or going to see it. It has a movie nothing to yourself. do with the movies. I just think it's it sounds weird. like that you have some I mean, issues what? with just being alone, Mike Bava. Well, so no, wait, no, let's no, just wait, talk wait, about wait, here listen, on the relationship podcast uh, listen, with get... Mike Lumby and JC. No, I'm not let's get... talk about Hold Mike Bava's not... inability to be alone. Hold I'm, on. I'm I think not... we should talk about JC's favorite movie candy is snow caps, and that's weird to me. What? That is also weird. Wait, is why weird. is that okay uh, while... to our six listeners, <laughs> I need you to back me up on this. While I will I will, um, I will say that snowcaps are a classic movie theater. Okay, candy. then why are you shit talking me? I personally do not like them. That's fine, but why are you automatically dragging all why our? Why are you yelling at me? Lumberjake brought it up because you think it's weird that I go to the movies alone. I was trying to help you out when Mike Pava needs to have somebody because he doesn't know how to function. I like those Netflix crunch balls. Why are you getting so really, angry? They're really good. They're the crunch. Oh, I was just talking about. Oh, candy. bunch of crunch. Bunch of crunch. Yeah, great movie. Bunch candy. of crunch really is uh-huh, really good. That's one. They're wonderful. And Butterfinger BBs were my favorite. Yeah, but that's not a thing anymore. I know, but that was always my go-to as a kid, like movie candy. We've gone so far off topic. So Brian Robbins also directed um, the Shaggy Dog, starring Tim Allen. Uh huh. Where he became a dog. The remake. And uh, directed the classic, award-winning Norbit. <laughs> And also meet Dave, but I feel like that wasn't as funny to go out on than Norbit. No, no. And the uh, the writer of this movie, uh-huh. he wrote and directed, for that matter, the Mighty Ducks. Okay. D two, the Mighty what? Ducks. What? Right. Heavyweights. D three, the Mighty oh, Ducks. Ah, yeah. And Little Nicky. I thought so. Yeah. I thought something had happened between two and three that they didn't bring him back for the third one for Mighty Ducks, but they did. No, he was back. I would have more problems if he only wrote the Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that there was some stuff in between. Yes. And Heavyweights is one of the best movies out there as a kid. He branched out. He was able to spread his wings. No. He has wings? Like, Quack. Like a duck. Quack. No. Quack. No. Quack. No. Quack. You're not Quack. making no. me do it again. 
So we start the movie. Daisy, stop running around. First of all, we start the movie with a fantastic montage. montage. Yes. The most bloody, brutal pictures yes. I've ever seen in my Very life. Very classic wrestling pictures. Iconic wrestling From characters. From the 60s and the 70s. Andre the Giant. Haystacks I I Calhoun. Even, I, yeah, Haystacks. Was, I couldn't even go about to name all of them. I could, but Mikey's just an idiot. They were just... I mean, I wouldn't. I didn't say that. Ah, uh, no, I think Mikey's new. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not. I was just saying it would just take too long. No, I don't think to get through all. That's of not them. what you were saying. You said you couldn't even name. Jason, you have something in your hair. Can I get it out? Thanks. Oh, sorry. it's a gray. Oh, I got it. All right. I don't know what that is, but eat it. Eat it. Do it. Eat it, Mikey. Oh, blue. So, following the montage, we get an opening narration from David Arquette. Where he's kind of going over... It wasn't David Arquette. It was James Caan. Sean Caan. <laughs> Gordy and Sean. Scott Caan. Uh, Gordon Shumway. Gordon Shumway. That's Alf. From Melmac. Yes. And he's just, he's basically giving us the quick history of professional wrestling. Of wrestling, yes. And then we are soon to reveal that Lusk, the convenience store... No, Lusk is the name of the town. Lusk, Wyoming. And we go ahead and see <laughs> that he's actually telling this story to a group of, like, what, eight-year-olds? Maybe, yeah. Little kids. And I don't want to mince words here. Or meat. Oh, mince meat. But <laughs> I I don't want to say the R word. Please don't. Well, I, they said it. Well, but I this don't want to say. This is two thousand. This is two. It's a different time. We've already talked about the weird. Ago, they yes. literally oh, say okay. it in the first five minutes okay. of the movie. But I'm not going to say it because I don't want to lose any more listeners. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say it. To I'm going to say it. Randy Savage. Oh. He is in the first five minutes of the film. But uh, Gordon and Sean, well, mainly Gordy. Is presented as a very special person. I'd agree with that, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's uh, in a weird sugar haze, drinking his Slurpee. Having daydreams about wrestling with Jimmy King. He essentially goes into a sugar coma. Yes. Yeah. And uh, hallucinates this situation. Well, he's addicted to uh, slush puppies, the union, uh, non-union non equivalent, equivalent of, of slush puppies. Slush yes. puppies are the best. Call way back to episode five. Slush puppies way superior than Icy's or any of those stuff. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. But, like, we can basically all agree, though, that Gordy is presented as slow. Special. Slow. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely... Um, so you could almost no, look at this movie... See, oh. I would not go that... I would say that that was their representation of... A wrestling Common fans. Wrestling, wrestling fans. fans, yes. But he did have a brilliant way to get a free Slurpee. Oh, uh, basically ripping off mall rats? Yeah, it was a chocolate-covered pretzel, I believe, in mall rats. Yes. Right. But uh, So he stuck his hand in, in his pants. Yeah. In his asshole. After he finished his Slurpee, his non-union equivalent Slurpee. Right. To where Sean asked him, uh, why does it look like... Sean you Aston was in this movie? Sean Aston, uh -huh. he, he walked up. Okay. And he goes, uh, why does it look like you have your finger in your butt? To which Gordy responds, because I do. Oh. You idiot. You moron. Duh. Goes inside the convenience store and says to Ahmed Zappa, Yep. Dude, there's something wrong with my Slurpee. Smell this. And he's he's deliberately putting his shit finger over where he's smelling. And right. At times, Ahmed is deliberately smelling his finger. And 
he scams him out of a out of a free Slurpee, which only cost a dollar twenty six, by the way. But he only had a dollar twenty five. So even in his fantasy, he's a fucking <laughs> asshole because very, he didn't have enough money for his goddamn non equivalent Slurpee. Very poor. And like in your dream, you couldn't come up with the extra change. And in what world do you not get your own Slurpee at this point? Well, uh, that's how it is now. What? Oh, that in today's at least, society. At least with with slush puppies, you can't squirt your own fucking syrup in there anymore. And really? Mike Cave was big this on is squirting. Fucking, you know the ter- the terrorists have won. I would fill that Jesus. motherfucker up with syrup. That's Are you what just I'm saying, saying that because Muslims run many convenience stores. That's not what I. You're trying to get very political. Yeah, that's not right. Donald Trump, Mike squirting. Cave I love squirting. Okay, go on. And it's fantastic. Uh huh. And if you do so, if there mm-hmm. are any, fem- we're down to five listeners. Oh, yeah, oh my right. God! God it's over. damn it! Actually, uh, I just got news. We're up to seven listeners. Oh, they really enjoyed the squirting talk. Yeah. All right, more right. squirting. With, All right, welcome to the squirting welcome podcast. Welcome to here on the Three Way Theater. Yes. All right. Now it makes sense. <laughs> we're back. So the dream sequence Linger leads longer. <laughs> Linger longer. Into uh, the cardboard cutouts of Randy Savage and Gorgeous George. I love Gorgeous Tra- George. Oh, who Mikey doesn't? knew Gorgeous I, George. So very sweet, sweet girl. Yeah, and so fucking sexy. Mm. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Like she have a car. Tell me more. I messed it up. I, all right, all right, I, I was right. supposed to say. You said, uh, "Does she have yeah. a car?" It was, that's it was what I would be saying. Ba-bum. Yeah. All right, we're down to musical break number two. We're, we're down to down to four listeners. Zip back down. We got them back up for the squirting and then lost them. Yeah, they do not care for Greece. So we get this fantasy sequence of Gordy and the first appearance of the king in his dreams. Take a drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> Helping uh, beat up Ahmed Zappa and Randy Savage. And it, it was in a convenience store trend, turned into a wrestling ring. Right. Like, there was ropes hung between oh, the Oh, because this was his aisles. fantasy. Yes. He but, was in his sugar coma. Yes, but he still couldn't pay for a slushie in his sugar coma. So, meanwhile, while David Arquette is living out his weird fantasy sequence, um, his cop dad shows up. His dick cop dad shows up because you know wrestling lives matter and he immediately started frisking scott con yeah stop and frisk no no probable cause it's nope. not immediately it known that it's Gordy's dad of either. the color of their wrestling personalities <laughs> that they were stopped for this and i think that's wrong it is wrong. I, it is wrong they were profiled as wrestling fans yes because they had wrestling magazines on. Uh-huh. And he was also wearing wrestling shirts. And also yeah. had... Fi- oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Oh, that God. is a That is mess. making a mess. That is Mike everywhere. Pava. Good thing it's his apartment. Yeah, right? Who cares? Mike Pave's apartment, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, in the palatial podcast manner. Mailing address is... 316. So we learn that it's Gordy's dad. Right. And we then get the very clear exposition that because Gordy did not want to become a police officer like everybody else in his family... He's a black sheep. He's a black sheep, he's a failure, and wrestling is fake. Now, before this giant meltdown happens after he mentions the aforementioned... If I say mention one more time, you can shoot me. Yeah, I will, don't worry. Um, After he says that... Before he says that wrestling is fake, he pulls Mm -hmm. up to his friend and... 
grabs his grabs balls. his balls. Grabs says, his balls. And what pops. is this? He like, goes, my balls. Shouldn't he know that it, who his best friend is? Who his son's best friend is? Well, yeah, but he's shaking he him down because it it's his best friend. So yeah. he wants to. So he wants to bust his son's best friend. Yes, or he wants to fuck his best friend, which could also be true. Yeah, he seemed a little repressed. Mm-hmm. And also a little depressed. Yeah, yeah, that poor guy. Yeah. Very sad. Although, to be fair, the whole family, hes Gordy's not following the family footsteps. Right. No. So I could see why he would be a little disappointed. His father, sure. his sister, his, his what? other mom. sister. No, it's his mom. Oh. Well, he was kind of all over the place on where he was listed. Yeah. But they're all they are all members of the academy. They're, they're all... Uh, you know, they're all on the streets on the beat. You know, they're walking the beat. They're yeah, doing yeah. their thing. His, mm-hmm. his sister just got her first shot. Her first shot mm-hmm. right in the left buttock. Right in the yep. left buttock. Yep. yep. Just, just doing, doing, her doing job. her job. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and so the uh, we kind of, I guess, skip to the next day where we see what Scott, what Gordy and Sean are doing for their day job. Which is... Hey, shit boys! How's the shit work? Ah, <laughs> they pump, uh, they pump, like, porta potties. potties. Porta potties, like, septic tanks. Septic, septic tank, yeah. They drive so they the big drive truck. around a big sh- truck full of shit. Yes. That has the hose. And Gordy's really down on his dad being rough on him, in which Sean just goes, At least you have a dad. Oh, holy fuck. That was rough. And it's never mentioned again, so it's like, What a dickhead move by Sean. It's like Gordy, Gordy. No, I think it's a dick move by Sean that's just like, I'm going to play my fucking dead dad card, even though I know what you're saying. We come to find out that his dad died like 20 years earlier. (laughs) Didn't we make this up? Like, we figured out that, like, maybe his dad left him the shit company. No, he, he left him the company. He left him the company. He left him the company. I think that is a thing. Yeah. To which he's driving around the truck, which they use for. Which I had questioned why. Why is this guy driving around at like ten o'clock at night in the shit truck? In a full shit truck, a septic truck that they just drive around. They eat on the back bumper. That's with shit dripping. And that means that this truck is not up to code because shit is always dripping out. Yeah, right. (laughs) How many Um, OSHA references? So these, (laughs) we're gonna find out. We we soon learn that the boys have tickets to Monday Night Nitro. That's right. And they're bragging all over town they're about so it. They're so excited. Now, as a wrestling fan, again, I had a great, great just anger over listening to this. Because it's Monday Nitro. Ew. Mikey's just kissing his dog. Oh. No, she was kissing me. He was kissing no, his dog no. in the mouth. No, oh. she what a weirdo. Me. Yeah, calm down. That, bro. That, Go get a listen, room. Listen, pet owners of Three Way Theater know... All right. We're down uh-huh. to three listeners. Huh, you're losing <laughs> listeners. Go ahead. Finish your sentence. Enough, uh, no, 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 nothing. You got nothing to say? No. Dog kisser. All right. Anyway. So Monday Night Nitro. Not Monday Nitro. That bothers me. Yeah. Also bothers you that they say the WCW. Yes, yes. I did write that down. Little pet peeves. Uh, it's actually, I feel like Bret Hart was the biggest, like, uh, uh, Perpetrator of that, just being because he called it the WWF, and then when he came to WCW, or he'd call it the Survivors, you know, right. the, the SummerSlam. Yeah, the, the WWF works. That's then. fine, right. but when he then jumped to right. WCW, yeah, because he was WWF at heart, he didn't sure. want to be there. It was like Mean Gene used to say WWF half the time too. 
Holy that balls! To, that was only to plug his 900 numbers. Oh, who Whoa. knows what's going to happen? On the WCW hotline. Ah. 1-900-909-9900. That phone number's no longer active. Mine was correct. Yours was wrong. Oh, JC just gave him a dry willy. A dry willy. What's the point of a dry willy? Don't you dare. You don't want my dry willy. willy. Hey, you ever heard of a reverse wet willy? Yeah, you stick your finger in the guy's ear and then you put your finger in your mouth. No, ew. no. Ew, no. ew. No, you put your finger in your ear and then stick it in somebody else's mouth. Your ear? Oh, gross. I've, I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> I've been doing it all wrong. Yeah. Um, so while they're spending the day hyping up their Monday Nitro uh, event... Monday they, Night Nitro. Monday Night Nitro event, they stop through the drive-thru of the local fast food place. Which I believe is a taco place. It is a taco place, because what's the line that uh, David Arquette gives to the broad? Uh, she, he wants Britney's taco with, with extra, extra cheese. cheese! Ew! And uh, he also wanted the Britney Bar-Ass Buffet. <laughs> I love the Bar-Ass Buffet. The Bar-Ass Buffet. <laughs> And uh, then I've got some bear ass. <laughs> and then uh, the kid immediately, the kid like proceeds to order a, a burger. What a yeah. dickhead! Yeah, what a jerk! Yeah, Mikey's pug is lying on me, and I hate her. Oh no! Yeah. Um. So the the hot chick wants no part of him. Like gets off of the drive-through. Apparently, she's already gone on a date with him, but he couldn't shut the fuck up about wrestling long enough. What a fucking loser! What a right? dork! Who just can't stop talking about wrestling I at mean, any Jesus point? Jesus Christ! Jesus I don't get Christ. it. Hot tamale. <laughs> What's how's the weather in there? Cold today. Hot, Hot tamale. Actual quote from the movie. That was um, actually said by David Arquette. So Oscar winner. I mean, can we now fast forward to Monday Nitro? So, wait. So, this is where we're introduced to the two girls. One yes. girl who... Clearly uh, loves... Uh, right. Sean one Khan. girl loves Sean Khan. The other one that um, he likes has no interest. Yes. Okay? Yes. So, this is where we're first introduced into that story arc. Yes. Um, the girl's clearly in love with him. She loves wrestling. She wants... She like. She's excited for the show also. Correct. They meet this old woman. Like, this movie could Oh, yeah, we got to talk about Wedding oh, Singer Lady. Right. Who, which we can connect to... Body Slam. Body yes. Slam. She was the organist in Body Slam. She was also the rapping granny in Wedding Singer. Right, that's how you... She's most famous for... Yes. ...being the rapping granny in Wedding Singer. Yes. So we've now connected her, and I will talk a little bit later about our connected universe... But um, great, great drop in from her. Yeah, she's a wrestling fan. She wants a T-shirt when they go an extra, extra tight one. Yeah, weird. Huge wrestling fan and a huge freaking bed apparently. Oh yeah. From what we learn mm. as the movie goes on. Yeah. Um. So. so oh yeah. I went into a Cumberland Farms the other day wearing my Macho Man shirt, and the uh, guy behind the counter goes, "Can I get you anything else?" <laughs> That's amazing. It was great. I popped uh, so big. The I cashier it. was Lanny Poffo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave me a poem and a frisbee. And then he sucked his own dick. It was amazing. I like Ike. <laughs> um, anyway. Monday Night Monday Nitro. Monday Night Nitro. Woo! So we're introduced to the... Well, first we're introduced... Heel promoter and... Joey Pants! Yes. Titus Sinclair. Who is perfect in this role, I and think. And as I mentioned, he's what Bret Hart looks like now. Yeah. 
Back in 2000. He's wearing a cowboy hat and he has braids and an Indian like jacket. But he sounds amazingly like Vince Russo. I was holy shit, I was going to say the same thing. It's eerie how he's doing a Vince Russo impression. I was going to say that he was pretty much being Vince Russo the entire time. But he's dressed as a Native American. Be like Vince Russo? Like talk like him? I couldn't see how it wouldn't be like that. Because Vince Russo was booking at the time. Right. And even if he wasn't, he would have booked at some point. And he's the perfect, unscrupulous promoter. Yeah, that's true. He's got zero scruples. So we find out that the king, Jimmy King, the champion, is still not at the arena, is still not at the building. TV has gone on, and they're waiting for the main event to start. Jimmy King still has not shown up. So the promoter basically kind of calls like it on the fly and tells Diamond Dallas Page... To shoot on Jimmy King. Well, he initially tells DDP it's going to be a pile driver finish, and then he comes off and crowns him, and then pulls him. That's what Goldberg hears. Pulls him off to the side and decides to screw him. Uh, this guy has every fucking right to screw. That's Jimmy what I'm King. getting at. The promoter is <laughs> Just definitely like within his had every right to screw Brett. I agree with that too. I don't care if it's an unpopular opinion. Brett should have put over Sean. We are down to. Two listeners. Oh shit! One Brett, of them Brett was, was listening Hart. for yeah. one. God damn it! I made fun of his look, and then he's he like, talked about. I'll let him fuck. get away with that one, and then as soon as I said mine, just click. Ah, uh, but like, yeah, Joey Pants should have taken the belt off him. Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't show up till till his music is playing, and he's been on top for fourteen years. No, fourteen. Hulk Hogan wasn't even on top for that long. John Cena hasn't been on top that long unless he's on top for another two years. Which could happen. He's not on top he's right on now. He's on SmackDown. Yeah. For me, SmackDown's the A show. He's on the blue brand. He's got the blue box blues. He's got the blue balls on the blue brand. We are drunk. Drunk as fuck. Sorry. Sorry, folks. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not Sorry. <laughs> So we get the Diamond Dallas Page Jimmy King matchup extraordinaire here on this Monday Night Nitro. Uh, Jimmy King makes his way to the ring, uh, backed up by his ever present entourage of Conan, Chris, Kurt Henning, and Saturn. <laughs> the Kingsman. The King's Court. Oh, the King's Court, excuse me. Yeah. Um, and also, real quick, before the match starts, we get our first peek at the Nitro Girls. Woo! Rose McGowan. Now, at this point. The Nitro Girls are the Nitro Girls, and Rose McGowan is seemingly yes. the leader, the focal point. No, she's not the head Nitro Girl. She's, she's absolutely she's the head the Nitro Girl. She's the only one no. wearing a different outfit. Yep. She's always in the middle. Yep. Yeah, she's always in the front, but that does not make her the lead Nitro She's girl. in her own outfit while everybody else are in matching outfits. Yes. Yeah, but Titus Sinclair said he was going to yeah. make her the head Nitro Girl. She's already the head Nitro yep, Girl. I, I, I don't know. But I asked, I asked Mikey during this... If he felt that the Nitro Girls themselves, in real life, were jealous of the fact that this actress would show up and get the lead role in this movie. Because as we have known through watching the special features that some of the Nitro Girls have been there from the beginning, which would be about, what, three years? Yes. Yeah. Fire and one of the other ones. It might have been Chad. So along comes Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Who looks... Fan fucking tastic in this oh movie. Oh my by god! The way. Okay, I'm Gorgeous. glad you said that. Uh huh. 
So you know, I, I, I'm just the king of segues. You know and I mean? the king, of, he's also riding a segue right yep. now. He's See you later. Oh, he's gone. Oh, bye, my king. He's right off a cliff. I'll right? be back. Oh, he's, he came back and he's gone again. Yeah, but why is he still getting farther away? <laughs> I'm going back and forth. Oh, <laughs> oh he's just right? circling us. So they, you know, the boys were fawning over Rose McGowan. Oh, I love which Rose I'm not going to argue with you. In this movie, in the year 2000, 16 years ago. She's quite a fox. Behind only Lake Bell and Sasha Mitchell. In my I'm eyes. glad you said that, Lumberjink. I'm now going to show, and hopefully for the listeners at home, you can take a look too. Yeah, go on the old Google. On the old Google machine. Go on to the image search. And I want you to go ahead and type in Rose McGowan 2016. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to this. What? Oh, my what God. happened? She looks like Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> oh, my God. She looks like Lord if she shaved her head. <laughs> oh, so Ro- Lord looks like a 50-year-old woman. Oh, my now, God. It looks like Dusty Rose. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rose McGowan, uh, famous for walking the MTV red carpet with, with Marilyn Manson, Manson. Uh, wearing that very revealing outfit. Uh-huh. Famous um, for Jawbreaker. Uh-huh. Charmed. Charmed, of charmed. course, uh-huh. big. Mm-hmm. She took over Shannon Doherty's role. So what is Before she doing Shannon now? Doherty... she, like, what's happening with her? I mean, what is she doing Can now? Can we Shaving her background? head? I mean, why would she shave her head? Why not? She doesn't I mean, have some sort of, like, cancer, She still she? had eyebrows. No, I don't... Uh, so I'm going to recently... Wait, wait, do you lose your eyebrows when you have, when you have cancer? Yeah, you lose all your hair. Oh. Wait, what a weird... wait, even your eyebrows? Yes. That's what I was saying. Why wouldn't you lose your eyebrows? It's radiation. I mean, it, makes, it makes sense. I just never thought of it. Yeah, dummies. We're down to one listener. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so really, Rose McGowan, uh, her IMDb, she doesn't have a real... A lot of TV work, a lot of voiceover work for cartoons and things like that. All right. Sounds about right. Um, it looks like we've got some TV movies. Um, she was in Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare, uh, Exo Zombies. She was a voice in that, mo- in that video game. Wait. All right, that's not a thing. She's video games. She's TV cartoon work. She's some TV. So shows. she's out there. She's just not on screen. It looks like her most high-profile movie in the last six years was Machete in 2010. Ah, it was. Wasn't she uh, playing she was Boots in, McCoy? Yes, and it's a deleted scene, so she's not even in the movie. Wow. She was. The, How get, did you know she was Boots McCoy? I love Boots McCoy. Big Boots McCoy fan. <laughs> Um, I'm assuming it's... I'm what assuming the fuck did you... This is why people think that we plan this shit out ahead. <laughs> I loved Machete and the deleted scenes. Machete don't text. <laughs> um, and I, what would her biggest role as of late been? Probably uh, the Grindhouse movies? Um, look, I'm going back. She was on Nip Tuck. She was just a... Vo- oh, my God. She's... Planet Terror. Planet Terror. 2007 was her last high-profile uh, movie. Planet Terror and Death Proof. Both of those grindos. How did she look then? Good. Planet... Are you kidding me? She looks great. She oh. had one leg. Oh, man. Hot. One leg up on the competition. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now... Yeah. She just looks like oh a wonderful God. lady. Just a, a very nice talk show guest. Yeah. <laughs> we hope to have it you here like on Three Way Theater. the talk show. <laughs> Alright, um, so where like, are we now? Like I'm just saying. Oh, like, man. What's going on? And why is she dressed for a Gallagher concert? <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing a giant white t-shirt like she's about to dance around Tom Cruise's house in Risky Business. She looks like Jack Nicholson in this picture. Oh, my God. 
as Way the Joker. Get a load of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I wanted to just point that out. Sidebar. Sorry, derailing that. I apologize. Uh, DDP makes his way to the ring for the entrance. <laughs> yep. Um, and he's accompanied by Van Hammer, Psycho Sid, Bam Bam Bigelow, Prince Iakea, and Juventud Guerrera for some reason. Some reason. So we have the two groups of wrestlers against each other. Yeah. Well, the other wrestlers don't show up till mid-match. Yes. So basically, uh, DDP gives a quick like throwing some shade at Jimmy King. Hey, well, you, you don't have to get here on time like the rest of us. Oh, traffic, baby! Yeah, I got traffic, baby. So at this point, we're we're clued in that wrestling in this movie in this universe is predetermined. Wrestling's not fake. Drink. <laughs> so they, they have their they match. start working. Yeah, they're working back and forth. Yep, uh, you know it's, the, the king's calling for uh, hip toss. Hip toss, baby. All this good stuff. And real quick, we could all... Uh, I think we kind of talked about this briefly while watching the movie. Like, uh, Oliver Platt, playing the role of Jimmy King, is definitely doing a Jerry Lawler impression, The right? whole time. Like, he's doing a... They, like, they call him for doing a pile well, driver. He's doing a, he's doing a Jerry Lawler impression in the in the sense that he's the king. But I feel like his his his, his gimmick when he's talking is, a, is very much uh, Dusty Rhodes. Okay, I can see that. All right, I all see right. That. But it, his hip toss, baby. But I definitely see his character being a Jerry. The Jerry the King. He's an yes. older Southern guy, not a real fighter. It was just some guy that they made a star out of. So the the uh, catches catch can wrestling match quickly turns into shoot city when. Uh, uh, Sinclair gives the wink the to old, DDP. The old Cheyenne screw job. And then uh, it turns brutal because uh, Jimmy calls for a hip toss and gets punched right in the face. Punches him right in the face and he just starts, they start shoot fighting back and forth. And this shoot fight includes a uh, catapult over the top rope to mm -hmm. the outside. In, where you can clearly see Oliver Platt's stunt double being Chris Canyon. Uh, very clearly taking the table bump. Honestly, who's better than Canyon? Nobody. Who's better than Canyon? R.I.P. Chris Canyon. Oh, burned by Kelly. Just found out. Oh no. Yeah. He didn't even know he was Wait. sick. Is that true? So there was a guy that I was on Twitter that was uh, basically pretending to be Chris Canyon after he died, and uh, Vern Vicello was tweeting back and forth with him. And I had to intervene, being like, "You know, he's dead, right?" Oh man. And he was like... So he is catfished by a dead wrestler? Yep. yep. <laughs> that was also uh, Canyon's old wrestling name, the Catfish. Oh, Catfish Killer. And... <laughs> Mike Hayes falling asleep. He's drunk. He's always a sleepy drunk. Don't fall asleep, Mikey. A lot of movie left. We're going to put our balls in your mouth if you You know what, guys? Asleep. I think this might have to be a two-party. No! We are 47 minutes in. Okay. So the, they crash, they're driving, they're sad, they're crying. We're about 50 minutes in, guys. No, we're 47 minutes Listen, in. you literal motherfucker. <laughs> Callback. Callback episode. Last episode, episode five. Linger longer. So they're they're really upset about everything. They're like, Grease oh. man. Well, so then uh, <laughs> DDP's crew comes in and helps with the beatdown. Then the on. King's Court shows up Whoa, to finally little. help. Only the King's Court then turns on Jimmy King. Yes. And I could have seen that coming from him. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, uh, WWF would then steal this uh, year Not later. Not like a year later. Invasion angle. Yep. 
They did the same bit. And Gordy and Sean speculate, Sinclair must have got to him. So it's like, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, that's you, literally what happened. You got that one right, at least. The stupidest people in the movie figured it out right but, away. But to them, it's all still a storyline. Yes. yes. No, but th- th- it's all real, though. Excuse me, yes. To them, it's all real. It, there's no difference between yeah, what's they, actually happening. For, and, as far as they know, Jimmy King's going to show up next week right. and yes, fight back. exactly. And... Uh, uh, we which then he, get which the he's four. done before. Yes. Right. He came back from uh, Sting breaking neck. six broken bones in his neck two weeks later. Two weeks later, came back <laughs> and kicked some ass. Oh, yeah. Ham, ham. Ham, ham, ham. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and then we got the four post massacre. It's not even a pay-per-view. What? And we basically see the demise of Jimmy King. Of Jimmy King. Uh, Sinclair throws referee Charles Robinson back in the ring. Count it. Count it. Counts it. And we have a new world heavyweight champion in Diamond Dallas Page. Fade out, David Arquette and Sean Khan crying in their shit truck on the way home. Yes. Just crying about it all, about Sinclair, about DDP. And I don't recall what caused it, but the... Well, they were just so upset by the they loss. They lost control of the car. They weren't paying attention. Slamming on the on the fucking wheel of the truck. Oh, right. Which caused him to swerve and which caused the accident to follow. And he tips yes. the big shit truck over. And uh, next thing you know, a bunch of firemen have to go out. Well, this is where we learn that both of the main characters love the smell of shit. Yes. Yeah. Because they're comforting fans. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of right. uh, French toast. Right. right, French toast covered in shit. <laughs> Again, wrestling fans—the lowest common scum on this earth. Well, if they enjoy the smell of shit, it explains why they're such diehard WCW fans oh, in the year two thousand. Shade, take that WCW. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, they're not going to sign me. This went out of business for the second time. Oh. <laughs> so after the big accident, which involves a Mack truck. Carrying toilet paper. Holy freaking crap. <laughs> but, well, well, the accident had already happened. Yes. The trailer tractor guy is not paying attention. Yes. Because he smells something bad. Right. And he <laughs> smashes into the shit truck, which just conveniently, is his truck happens to have toilet, toilet paper. paper. Covered. Which explodes in a firework-like motion. Like somebody's throwing streamers yes. during a Lumberjakes match, main event match at... Uh, <laughs> Look at that. That was inside. Inside baseball. Inside baseball, baby. And Uh, this leads to the revelation or the realization. They have an epiphany. Yes. That they need to get Jimmy King back on the saddle, back on that horse, and go back after that WCW World Heavyweight title. How the fuck do they gather that from that? Um, I don't know. I'm just baffled on what their line of logic was. It was a big leap in logic. Leap in logic, Poffo. And it was like, yeah, and I don't know. So they decided to start hitchhiking. Right. Not to go find Jimmy King, not knowing where the fuck he is. Correct. And I, At I, all. I wrote down in this scene that this basically becomes uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Okay. Like this road trip movie where they get to meet a bunch of wacky characters along the way. Yeah, they actually met a nun in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, too. Right, which I think Kevin Smith must have watched Ready to Rumble. Like, I need to write that into my movie. And then the fucking... Then they they go online and get all the troll haters on... Because he can find anybody online. Yeah. Oh, because that's when we meet Sherman! Yeah! What the the Shermanator. doing here? Fucking, um... On 
Who's playing a video game, a Jimmy King video game. Jimmy King, WCW video game. On a big cabinet arcade machine. Outside in the yeah. parking lot. Which... Not good for the game. No! no. So, uh, they go, hey, you like Jimmy King? We're trying to find him. Can you find him? He goes, I can find anyone using the net. Ugh. Uh, so he, um... Goes to this... He goes. They go back to his house. Yeah. Where he's on, uh, this... Angel Fire website, this like GeoCities page, yeah. yeah. HackerPlanet.com. Uh huh. Uh, HackerPlanet. Where he com. immediately finds Jimmy King's address. He basically Googled him. Yes. He's had a search engine before anyone else. Well, he's on the dark web. Oh. oh. Mr. Robot reference. I love that show. Gotta check it out, USA. What? No, that's a real yeah, thing. I know. I don't know. Well, I'm saying, I understand thing. it, but I'm also telling our two listeners. No, don't don't watch Mr. Robot. No, watch Mr. Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot is we're, stupid. We're no. up, we're up to three listeners. What? Because yeah, we hate Mr. Robot. No, because of the Mr. Robot. Yeah, because they love no. Mr. Robot. They're yeah. on the dark web right now, listening to Three Way Theater. Screw Mr. Robot. Oh, stop! No, no, no stop it. We're gonna lose listeners. Okay, it's okay. I don't want those listeners. We don't want you. Okay, I'm out of here. Well, here, here on the Two Way Theater. You're. It's more like. Yeah, it's not. You're not so light for Pitter patter. Yeah, I'm like Chucky when he runs across the, <laughs> the Roman child's play. I can't be good for the audio. No, it's it's fine. Um, so we find Jimmy King's address. Well, they don't find his address. They find his ex-wife. Oh, correct. They find his parents. His ex-wife hates him. His his son hates him. Who has terrible teeth and braces. His uh his parents tell them to get lost, and they tell the parents like, hey. You died, so what are you talking about? Right, because in storyline... In his uh, authorized autobiography. Right. Or biography or whatever. His parents had died in, in some head-on collision. Yes, and he took care of yes. them or something. Another car accident. Yep. Yep, they hit the Ferraros. <laughs> it was very sad. It was a three-way <gasps> Jimmy accident. King oh is the grown-up version oh of the little kid from Russell Madness. Max. Maximilian Holy is Jimmy shit. King. There's our connection. We got it. Holy shit. This Holy fridge has shit, been open guys. the entire time, guys. What, my fridge has been open? Yup. It's okay. Mike's fridge is empty. Why has my fridge been open? I don't know. I don't know either. You guys have been getting the fridges. What? You've been going to the <laughs> fridge. I haven't. So, um, <laughs> like Slammed, uh, there's a good bit of homophobia in this movie because yeah. when they finally do find Jimmy King, they see him hiding out wearing a dress. And they go, Do you think Jimmy King's, you know, a queen? Yes! And it's just so bad. And I'm happy that we're in the, the age we are now. Although, uh, I don't think Sean was so bothered by it because later on, he admits to being a man who loves other men. I love you. And then Sting immediately gay bashes him. That's true. With the back of his fist. And I will say, don't meet your heroes, everybody. That's right. You're going to run into Jimmy King wearing a dress, stealing your money, and uh, ruining all your dreams, breaking kayfabe in every sense of the well, word. Well, he didn't steal money. He gave them money to go get his like, two No, six he stole money when they said, hey, we got... He said, how much money you got? And they said, $30. And he said, let me see it. And he just grabs it out of their hand. And then he gave it back to him to get, to get the beers. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, classic worker. So they discuss... They tell Jimmy King, hey... You need to get back on the horse. He just tells him that he's out of shape. That I'm he's done. Yeah, he said, I'm just a clown. This is a circus. It's not real. And they 
they start fucking with him. They put him in a spinning toehold, and they make him so mad, Jimmy King fights back. Well, first they're, 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 they have him in the spinning toehold, and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Tell us, King! Say it! What are you gonna do? Say it! And he goes, I'm gonna, gonna rule you! you. And Take kicks him off. He uh, climbs up and hits a double crown off of like the little fold-out bed in his trailer. And knocks them both out until morning. Cannot be good. To which he wakes them up by pouring beer... On their faces. On their faces. And says, wakey, wakey, hands off the snakey. Because they're masturbating. Yes, yes. That would be the implication there. But Jimmy King is revitalized and he's ready because they inspired him to do this just to get one shot at Sinclair. Just to hit him once. Just one. Once! Just the one time. And, JC, since you've been here the whole time... The entire time! Um... Can you just can you describe them coming into the episode of Nitro? I so this is where Mikey was confused because he felt like because uh, Scott Kahn had his uh, septic tank business that he somehow owned all these septic tank and porta potties in the world, in the entire world, and uh, <laughs> basically they smuggled Jimmy King in right inside a porta potty, which was fit for, for a, a king. king. It was so perfect. And they were in the middle of a Monday Nitro broadcast, and they were getting ready to come back from commercial, where they'd be doing an interview with the new champ, Diamond Dallas Page. In what should have been a pre-taped segment. Right. Why are you doing that live? Yeah, he's like, okay, I want you to start on my waist and then move up to me. Like, that's not anything you would say during a live. No! Those are done at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Have a couple so, takes in the can. Basically, they go to their live promo and they just immediately start shit talking the guy they just kicked out of their company. <laughs> and I said that if you're gonna bury somebody like that, you're not gonna keep on putting him over, thinking that like he's gonna show up. And this is when Mikey speculated that it was all a work the whole time, uh-huh. and he believed that he was gonna come back the entire time. Right, yeah, a la the Montreal screw job. Right. But so very, are, very, very diversive uh, subject. So yeah. you're positing that basically Jimmy King was in on this entire thing, uh-huh. and that he planned to have two loser wrestling no. fans. Oh no, the the wrestling fans just happened to. He was just working them, believing it so much that they, you know, they 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 brought him back, even so, though he was going to come back anyways. So he's just working them hard. Yes, he's, he's taking a, he's their a money. Worker for life. Okay, I can dig that. The other thing he's using them for free rides because they continue to talk about uh, Jimmy the King. They continue. Jimmy King. (laughs) His nickname isn't the. I prefer Billy King. Oh, I love Billy King. But the other thing I wanted to mention during this scene and the lead up to it is that we see the limitations of the soundtrack. Mikey, what are you doing? He's squirming across the floor like a worm. Um. I think Lit plays at least three times in this movie. The same song. All the same song. Please tell me why. Because in the front yard and I'm sleeping with my clothes on. I came in through the window last night and you're gone. Anyway, so... 
Jimmy King pops out of the fucking... Because he can't take no more trash talk. No, he's had all he can takes and he can't take no more. Goes out, pops him with a, 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 toilet, a toilet seat, seat lid, cover. Which not... Like, that, he totally ruined that porta potty. Yeah, absolutely. Totally broke it. And uh, they're going off script. <laughs> they're going off script. DDP getting the shit kicked out of him. Right. Jimmy King makes the pinfall... And a referee counts it. It's, it just doesn't make any, like, it's just, again, if you actually were burying this guy, if you were actually going ahead and saying he's no longer a part of WCW, why keep on referencing him? And why, like, why even bother? You're asking for him to show up. I don't know. I feel like I'm just talking to myself at this point. You know, I'm, I'm, sure, oh, you, right. I'm sure you feel like that at times. Yeah, but sometimes I do. It's just not true. Aw. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you telling me that you've been here all along. And basically this leads to what? The one final challenge. Uh, put up or shut up. Put that WCW title on the line. And they set up a pay-per-view main event. Pay-per-view. In this unscripted backstage segment. Basically, what it was the Royal Bash in Las Vegas, which all this has got to be planned, copywritten. This is an angle. This so you're you're buying into the angle idea. The more I think about my it, theory. the more I think about it, the more Mikey's theory makes a lot of sense. That would make this movie a lot smarter than it appears on the surface. Jimmy King is an old like. He's an old worker. He knows how to get a dime out of a mark. All right. He's getting money out of these kids. He's getting free rides. He's getting free room and board. Jimmy King knows what he's doing. While they're setting up this main event match, my favorite thing about it is Disco Inferno looking very concerned behind everybody. Wearing a fuzzy <laughs> yeah. vest, a fuzzy multicolored vest and a cowboy hat. Yeah, but it's, he looks so funny. He's like, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah, he's playing serious to a T. He's doing great at it. It's amazing. It's so now we have to, we, we have a party scene where uh, Rose McGowan had been introduced very briefly to Gordy. And now she he was she was introduced to him before when they were caught right. peeping yes. in the Nitro Girl locker room. But then for some reason she shows up at this party and she's immediately into Gordy. Oh, and they both happen to be from Wyoming. Oh, what, what are the odds? That, what are the odds? And uh, you know there you have some flirting, yeah. some witty banter. I wouldn't say witty. It was some banter. It was some banter. They and, said words back and forth. Uh, Gene Oakland is drunk off his ass. And he goes, do people think I'm sexy? I do, Gene. Really, I do. <laughs> and uh, uh, then Jimmy King, after taking some shots, decides to run away. Uh, he takes some shots uh, and goes to take drink some eggs, some raw eggs, but cannot get them down. I feel like the scene of this party was also the scene where the wet t-shirt contest happened in Slam. Oh, okay. I can definitely see it. It was under like an Which, overpass. Actually, I feel like it was in the arena, the arena parking lot is where mm. I feel like this party was actually happening. Which which makes sense. But does it? Yeah. Why would the... Nah, nah, all right. It's like an off-Broadway play. They wrestle outside the arena. So Gordy and Sean realize that they have to get Jimmy King into fighting shape after they get him pulled from the sewers after he tries to run away and falls through a manhole car. Well, luckily they're in the business. 
It's fucking New York City. They they don't New York City. <laughs> they're they're in New York City. They're from Wyoming. They do not know the sewer systems right. like the back of their hand in New York. So let me ask you this, Jake. They they, they somehow have the ends with the New York City sewer department. Mm-hmm. How the hell do they know how to get in touch with Sal Bandini? Because uh, a friend got him in contact. Really? What friend? As far as I can tell, they are only friends with each other, and <laughs> everybody else actively hates them. And if they knew this guy and could get in contact with him, why didn't they train themselves? Very, very good point. So we're introduced to Martin Landau playing the role of Sal Bandini, the shooter. He's the he's a Stu Hart. He's a Luthez. Right. And uh, I love Martin Landau in this movie. Yes, love Martin Landau. He uh, plays it so well. And he's in this old-timey apartment that has a wrestling ring set up in it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, he's training the local high school wrestling team. And uh, one I, kid walks out of the, one kid from the wrestling team walks out wearing an eye patch. An eye patch. Well, they're all they're all in different bandages. They have their yeah. arms in slings. The eye patch is the last bit, and it's awesome. I actually read that on JC's notebook. Damn it! Stop looking at my notebook. Hmm. So you weren't going to mention it otherwise. I was going to. Guys, how far are we along in this podcast? How like time wise? Yeah, yeah. We're an hour and two minutes in. It looks like this might have to be a two part. No, 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 no. We no. can get through this. Yeah, we can get this done by an hour and a half. We can do it earlier than an hour and a half. I my notes pretty much trail off because I got so we drunk, were getting very drunk that I just pretty much stopped taking notes. Okay, so Sal Bandini, they uh, they find after Gordy goes on a date with Sasha, the head Nitro girl, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. He reveals to her that they've gotten Sal Bandini as their trainer. So Rose McGowan, she fucks the shit out of Gordy. Fucks him hard. Or they fight. I can't quite. A little from column A, a little from column B. They fight. Fuck. Okay, they fight. Fuck. Just hot. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is hot. You know, like when you, when when you have a, when when it's like makeup sex. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Except yeah. it was his first time. Yes. And sex with makeup. On. Yeah. She was wearing right. a lot of makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. And so yeah. was he. Oh yeah, yeah. So so they fuck like fuckers. Perfect. Yep. And um, they uh, next thing you know, Sal Bandini's getting attacked from Psycho Sid <laughs> and Harry, Harry Saturn. Saturn. They try to sneak in. The two goons. And again, you know what? This was another... This might be my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, Perry Saturn and Psycho Sid, they're perfect, like, henchmen... And they're you just... Got, you got fucking... They're the sticky bandits. They're they the are. bandits. You got the tall one, you got the short one. They would have been great um, thugs for Captain Lou and Body Slam. Okay, I can totally see that. You know, it was great. Sid, the taller one, has the big curly afro hair. Right. It's perfect. He's, I could see him being played by Daniel Stern. Yes. Oh, I wish that was a thing. So, at first, Sal gets the better of them. For a good while. Until finally he gets... What happened? He gets caught? Sid hit him with a chair. Yeah, that's right. Just from behind. Just and then Mikey was like, oh, that doesn't hurt him. And, and then, then he, he did fell the delayed cell. He did the old Greg Valentine cell. Well, before that, he had already set up like a dummy. Yes. That uh, Sid and Saturn, oh, we got him, we got him. Yeah. He attacked it's a, a dummy, dummy wearing a fishing hat. Brilliant Sal, disguise. Sal's such a genius. Because that means he had the dummy waiting. Yeah. yeah. That's his wife. Aw. Hey, dummies. Huh. Ah. That's that's dummy with a U. Oh. Don't you ever forget it. 
And then uh, we cut to the the hospital where they're where Sal's recuperating, and Rose McGowan reveals herself to be the worst spy in the world because she gets on the payphone and just tells her entire evil plan to Joey Pants over the phone. Loudly, where Gordy immediately heard her. No, listen, it's done. Sal's out. Can I you did get my me out of here? These losers are losers. And it's just Gordy heard the whole thing. Yeah, Gordy was trying to get some honeycomb snacks from the vending machine. Some some honeycomb take-alongs. Yeah. He was grabbing a butterfinger for Jimmy King. And he's like, don't lay a finger on my butterfinger. Oh, crispy, crunchy, peanut buttery. Here on Three Way Theater. Thief here. What? What? We're in the concession stand of the Three Way Theater. Yeah, the uh, the candy podcast. Oh, oh, I would do that in a second. The Sweet Tooth podcast. Kubazoo.com. Oh, allegedly. Oh. So after Sasha gets exposed, they don't take her. Not exposed, exposed. I will. Oh, yeah, yeah. MTV Movie Awards, splice it in. Um, <laughs> and, uh,. Sasha gets exposed. They need to go back home. Waiting for them back home, Gordy's father. Cop dad. The cop. He says, you're taking that police exam. Such a dick. What fucking planet is Gordy going to pass a police exam? What fucking planet wants Gordy as your police officer protecting and serving you? Officer Dewey, anyone? Oh. So are you saying that the Ready to Rumble universe is connected to the Scream universe? Yes. Uh Absolutely. Oh my... God. I like where this is going. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think we can connect all these pieces. Oh, we can absolutely connect them. But we won't. No, 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 no. no, no. no. This is not oh, the Oh, wait till we get that. to Henry Winkler and the one and only in screen. What? Yes, he's also really the principal. Gonna... Holy shit. Yes. All right, so basically, we lose Gordy because he gets captured by his cop dad. And uh, to replace Gordy, they start auditioning people because uh, they have no friends in the world. Right. And this is where I lose all my notes. Because the last thing I really wrote that had any meaning was talking about bare midriffs <laughs> and Mike Pava's love of girls' stomachs. Listen, I just love stomachs, man. And I'm not disagreeing with Don't you. Don't love your own stomach, apparently. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. I like my stomach. Oh. Yeah, you're the only one. Whoa! Head to head! Head to head! head, to head. Stomach to stomach! Belly to belly! <laughs> belly to belly! <laughs> so, okay, you've lost your notes. I'm gone. I'll, I'll power through. <laughs> they audition through, and uh, they kick the shit out of all these people, think wrestling's fake. There's people running gimmicks like Satan Siamese twins, which are two guys in one singlet. Which brilliant. is great, brilliant, by the way. brilliant. Expect to see that at the next NCW show. VNCW.com. That's right, not NCW.com. No, no, no. VNCW.com. So they end up finding three people out of there uh, Fireman Fred or something, uh, the Gummer, who was a hillbilly. Do you think the fireman and his finishers of fireman's carry? I would like to think so. Yeah, all right. Um, and uh, some slutty chick. Slum Suddy? Named. Slum Suddy, named uh, Pretty Kitty, oh. who was wearing a bikini who had fur on it. All right. So they just decide to take them with them. Two they have no w. other options. No other option. Uh, Jimmy King, about upon seeing Pretty Kitty, says, what is she going to do, boob him to death? Oh! Nailed it. Boom, shakalaka. So then they have to leave, go to Las Vegas. They get a hero send-off from the small town of Lusk. And uh, 
the hot chick from the old taco place is looking to hook up with Sean now that what? he's a little more successful. Yeah. Sean goes, au contraire, mon frere. I don't want anything from you. <laughs> but he goes to find the dorky girl. I believe her name is Wendy. Wendy. Gives her a gift. A Hard Rock Cafe shirt. Oh, not yeah. a WCW shirt? Nope. Not uh, a Jimmy the King shirt? Nope. Hard Rock Cafe. New York. New York, exactly. yeah, yeah. All right. Which I guess is a that that's a very realistic gift. It is. Well, that, in my mind, there was a deleted scene that had explained how her much love of the heart, her New York love City. for rock or, or New York City that that maybe New York City, New York City, that uh, maybe that was the reason for the gift. I don't okay, know. all right, all right. Um, so Sean gives her the gift. They go in the trailer and they. Fuck. They get it, get, on. Get it on, yeah! Uh, and they start driving away, but they go, oh, wait. And then he sends the girl off naked, wouldn't let her get dressed Covered first. Covered in an NWO WCW towel. Which is more humiliating. It, it, it was a comforter. It was a comforter. Yes. Which is more humiliating than walking out naked. True. Although, I'd like to say, couldn't they have just brought her with them? But then we get to see Sean Khan's ass. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And you she made us rewind that. She had work. You <laughs> made us rewind that. What the fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> you were like, whoa, whoa, what did I miss? Rewind. <laughs> Let me see that A double crooked letter. <laughs> and... <laughs> we saw, we saw Sean Khan's pretty butt. Uh-huh. It was very pretty. It was pretty. Um... It's at this point I wrote down the note. They can't stop swearing in this movie. Well, this movie is shits left and right. They drop an f bomb. They got they get one f bomb in a PG thirteen. That's what you're allowed. As many shits as you want. Yeah. One f bomb and one male ass. Yes. One male ass. No, actually, I'm pretty sure you can show as much male ass as you want. It's but the one female, female ass. ass. It's very sexist. Yeah. Have you ever seen a documentary about um, yeah. movie theater ratings? Yes. Yeah, this movie is not yet rated. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, very good. It's a very good movie. Yes. Have yeah. you seen uh, We Need to Talk About Sandy Hook? Yeah, we need no, to talk I about haven't, Sandy No, I haven't watched about that, but we need to talk about Kevin. Who's Kevin? Kevin! <laughs> uh, real quick, before they get to Vegas, they do make a side detour at Jimmy King's ex-wife's house. Caroline Ray. Caroline Ray of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch Who looks fame. like fucking, what's her name from the Drew Carey show? Uh, Mimi? Mimi from Mimi. the Drew Carey show. But I feel like, like it's inter- insulting Caroline Ray. It's like if uh, Mimi got gastric bypass. Mm. You don't want to see your body, though. It's, she didn't get the skin surgery. Yeah, yeah, that comes later. Yeah, yeah. We are down to one listener of the <laughs> podcast. They had gastric bypass. They were yeah. very insulted. And uh, um, Jimmy tries to reconnect with his son, but it doesn't really work. Uh, it seemed to work. His son, well, his no. son was at their going away party. He's happy, well, cheering no, along. No, because no. Well, we because we find out later. Right, right. So fast forward to Las Vegas, MGM Grand. Yeah, the Garden Arena. Wait, I thought it was MGM Grand. It was the Garden Arena at the MGM Grand. That's not a real thing. Neither was the the other arena, which was yeah. Daisy, stop running. She listen. Just let her, let her do her thing. But all I can hear is the pitter pattering. Stop it. No, it's Chucky. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's just me running across the <laughs> You're not that light-footed. <laughs> I'm very light-footed. So we're here for the Big Grudge match. And again, one of the th- my pet peeves about all the movies that we've watched is when they show no preliminary action. There was. Which was? Wasn't it uh, Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman wrestling two other That's guys? Right. That was their... Okay. All right. That was earlier. That was earlier in the movie. 
Also, in every wrestling match that happened in this movie, there was blood. A ba- there yeah, will inc- be blood. Including the backstage fight where he hit him with a toilet seat. Right. Blood left and right. PG-13, brother. And then before Jimmy King makes his entrance, Titus Sinclair swerves him and just makes it a triple cage match. Swerve! And it lowers from the arena. How did nobody notice yeah. that? In this very tiny arena at the MGM yeah. Grand, we see the triple cage, Lower which you WCW fans will know is the triple cage match from um, that uh, show. Uncensored 1996. Not, not to be confused. No, that's the Doomsday Cage. With the shape. Doomsday Cage, which I was yeah. confused Mike was oh, very okay. upset through this entire thing. It was also... Uh, you're thinking of like... Slamboree or something, 2000. It was the one where David Arquette yeah. won the title. No. He won the title on an episode of Thunder. Then he lost it at the pay-per-view. Yeah, after his heel turn. Right. And we get our first appearance of Michael Buffer getting ready to announce this match. And yep. as Mikey made me write down in my notes, in order to avoid paying the fee... We assume... We are ready to rumble! Yeah. And then in the credits... Instead of let's good job, JC. Thank you. Instead of let's get ready to rumble. Oh great! Now we just have to. Pay oh Michael no, Buffer. no! Thanks I didn't a mean lot, to oh, Damn it! Oh, a lot. Oh, we're oh, in trouble Jesus now. Jesus Christ! Hey Mikey, you're fired. Oh, fuck! Step into my office. You, you're fired. Oh, you're fired. Donald Trump has that oh, copyright too. Ugh. That's hot. Make three-way theater yeah. great again. Ooh, I'm using all these copyrighted things. We're gonna have to <laughs> stop it. We were never great. Aww. Aww. Like Darren Young. Aww. Hey, we just got two listeners. Woo! One of them's Darren Young. Right. Oh, I hope oh, you didn't hear what right. I said. Um, and and in the end credits, Michael Buffer, it gives him a special credit saying, thank you for the Buffer Foundation for letting us use Ready to Rumble. Yep. That's right. Um, so I, I don't really have a lot to talk about as far as the actual Triple Cage match. It's a big clusterfuck. Um, one thing I did write down was that Scott Kahn says to Diamond Dallas Page while getting handcuffed to the cage. Uh, Diamond upside down is a pussy! (laughs) I made you write that down, too. You did. (laughs) I I laughed. I thought it was so funny when Scott Kahn threw the powder in DDP's eyes and DDP goes, that doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Um, David Arquette makes his surprise return. Gordy returns on a motorcycle. This is after... Mad Dog Joe. Uh, our second uh, motorcycle into the arena entrance. Yep. Um, also, this is after uh, a, ma- a mysterious masked man oh. enters the ring, and uh, Jimmy King's about to hit him with a ladder, and he unmasks to reveal it's his son. It's his what? Son. So he isn't happy with right. that. No, not happy at all. Apparently. So Brian Christopher Jerry Lawler. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. A lot of deep layers here, folks. A lot folks. of them. Peeling back like an onion. Here on the Family Tree Podcast. Family.com. Oh. Family <laughs> Treeway. Family Treeway. Oh. <laughs> so I don't I don't got anything else. What happens? Uh, well, uh, well he, this is where we have the big well, climax. The, well, the sun the, turns on him for good reason, by the way. Yeah, oh, sun has again, all the reason in the world to be again, pissed. I agree with the promoter for taking the belt off him. Uh-huh. I agree with his son for being pissed at his deadbeat fucking dad. Shows up after being gone for six months. Did you see that kid's like, teeth? Yeah, I'm gonna get them teeth fixed, son. <laughs> um, fuck. Jimmy King. Out to make the save other than Gordy, who busted open the door with a uh, 
uh, with a motorcycle. Goldberg, Kidman, and Booker T. The only guys. And Disco Inferno. Was Disco Inferno out there yes, too? He you was. saw how concerned he was in that promo <laughs> earlier. He's out there to help the he king. He wants to know what's or going king. down with the king. With king. With king. Um, one person who has yet to make an appearance besides a uh, a earlier one-on-one conversation was the man they call Sting. Don't you fuck me, Sting! And basically, uh, Sinclair threatened Sting. We know there's a history between Sting and King. We can tell because there was a poster in David Arquette's room promoting Sting Sting versus versus King. King, who will get crowned. So I like those small touches, though. It is, but I wish they would have made that a little more overt in the movie. I don't think they had to. I think it's a fun little either see it or you don't. It's a little Easter egg. Okay. Well, so... That being said, less sting the better in my eyes. Uh, uh, by Gordy showing up and turning the tide for the baby face side, DDP and King are able to get up to the second layer of the cage, eventually fight their way up to the top. Uh, DDP monkey flips Jimmy King off... And he's about to cleanly win this fucking match. Sting, uh, Diamond Dust Page was about to win this because the belt is hanging above the third tier. Yes, but then from the rafters swings like a fucking pirate. How fucking high up was that fucking swing from the rafters down to the top of the triple cage? It's still gonna be at least fucking thirty feet. Yeah. And again, you made mention that, um, well, after uh, Jimmy King eventually back body drops Diamond Dallas Page off the top of the top layer cage, he takes a bump through all three layers. Yeah, that's a big climax. And you mentioned that, you know, following Owen Hart's passing in 99, it's very, very, like, uh, unprofessional or bad taste. People thought that was in very bad taste. And because they actually did a, a recreation of that spot on Monday Nitro in the with same Canyon, exact arena, yeah, that's right, in the Keel Arena, where Kemp, Canyon Kemper gets thrown. Kemper Arena, I'm sorry, Kansas City, and he gets thrown off and does a bump into the stage. Yes, yes that was broken. padded, but even so, I feel like I, I I give the movie a pass. I get I don't give WCW a pass with their Canyon, but bump. WCW did this movie. Also, they, the they next run the movie. also the next night in the same arena, they wanted Sting to come down from the rafters. In the same way. Mm. So, fuck WCW. Sting put the kibosh on that one. I I hope WCW closes down. I wish Sting didn't. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, we just lost another listener. Yep. Down to zero. Down to no listeners. Well, it's just us, boys. It's just us. Just us now. Um, So, that's the movie. um, I. Not true. Not the movie. Oh, well, oh. we have the, we have the bloopers at the end. No, Jimmy oh. King got the belt. Oh, he wins the belt, and then they cut back outside the convenience store. Oh yes, where Goldberg, Jimmy King, and Gordy beat up Ahmet Zappa again, mm-hmm. throw him through the glass well, door of his own convenience right. store, and then the Nitro Girls show up right. in a big Hummer, in a stretch Hummer, oh. and then as they drive off, it's fucking. Sal Bandini in the back of it in a hot tub, <laughs> a hot tub with right. two of the Nitro Girls and says, "God bless America." Yep. We're off. not gonna take roll it. Credits. Fade to black. Roll no, credits. you're gonna take it. So, oh, I, by the way, that um, that now that you say that, I actually have something I need to do. Oh, are oh. you going to a oh, spoken word with Lumberjake? Yeah, Tit- yeah, the titular song. All right, um, but All right, here we go, folks. I'm gonna say this, but 
while I say it, I would ask you not to have Twisted Sister's voice in your heart. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you to put Buff Naked's voice. Biff Naked. It's Biff Naked. A Buff Naked. Too buff in naked. way better shape. Okay. okay. So wait, so silence. Okay. Set. We'll fight the powers that be, just don't pick our destiny, because you don't know us, you don't belong. Oh, you're so condescending. Your gall is never-ending. We don't want nothing, not a thing from you. Your life is trite and jaded, boring and confiscated. What? If that's your best, your best won't do. We're We're not not gonna gonna take take it. it. No, we ain't gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. That has been three-way theater. So, whoa, 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 hold on. Wait, you got more to go? What do you got? No, 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 we're we're done with the movie. What do you got? I just, I wanted to... Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, 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 all right. What are you doing? Are you hot? Yeah. Ah, yeesh. All right. Okay, what did we learn? What did we learn, guys? Mikey, what did you learn? Um, I learned that I enjoy this movie as much as I did the first time I saw it uh, over 15 years ago. JC, what did you learn? Um, I learned that non-union equivalent Slurpees are just as good as the real thing. Lumberjake? Lumberjake. I learned that wrestling's not fair! All right. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to briefly mention the fact that three-way theater and Matcast maybe having a little interpromotional Ooh. war here. Why does that have to be Is a it war? a war? Why can't we just be friends? I like, mean, we are friends. How about frenemies? Yeah, we're frenemies. We're good friends, yeah, but, but we're better, better enemies. enemies. Oh, yeah. In your house, the lumberjacks. Oh, that wasn't a thing. In your house, rage no, in a cave. Stop it, stop it, stop it. In your house, triple no, threat. No. So uh, we're we're putting something together where we're going to do maybe a crossover with the Matt cast in three-way theater. Right, like we'll go on their show and then they'll, they'll come, come on, on our show. show. Oh, we don't like need to have big, them come on our it's show. It's a big pod bean family. Yeah, we're all the pod bean yeah. family. I and you can Jake. Holy fecal Holy fecal crud. Mike is really drunk. Um, you can listen to us on Podbean at threewaytheater.podbean.com. Yep. You can listen to us on iTunes. We're just type in three-way theater. You can subscribe, rate, review. Please do all that. Also, if you're a big fan of our video podcast, check out YouTube.com. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Uh, allegedly, we air Sunday nights at 11 p.m. on Hoobazoo.com. Um, but we are really on the last leg before we suspend that uh, that plug. <laughs> Um, uh, follow us on Twitter at Three Way Theater, Facebook Three Way Theater, our website threewaytheater.com. I, I mean, I think we got it all right. What's next, guys? What's next on well, the shop? We're, we're going to be jumping into Halloween. All right. So I think we it's come down to two movies, and I think we maybe maybe we should put a vote out there. Put a vote. But so we have I think two Halloween movies to choose from. Okay. WrestleManiac. Okay. Which, uh, for those that don't know, features uh, uh, Chavo Guerrero Sr. Rey Mysterio. Whatever. Same guy. Sr. Same thing. Who's his uncle. Okay. 
uh, or <laughs> um, we also have uh, strippers versus zombies, which has wrestling in it. We also have Ultimate Deathmatch. In Ultimate Deathmatch, starring Al Snow. Wait, what about the Scooby Doo <gasps> wrestling? Oh, so we have four different options yeah. then. Okay, we have so five if you can't. We'll Scooby-Doo's. we'll do a little vote. All right, and uh, we'll leave it up to you, the leave listeners. It up to you, all two listeners. No, we bet it down to zero, so we're just gonna be voting ourselves. Okay. Let's get a second. There's only three of us. If we all vote for... I hope we all vote for the same thing. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. I'm Uh, Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjay. And I'm JC. And this has been... Three-Way Theater.